What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man Sauce. How are you going? And welcome to the 50, the 50 club. 5-0, half ton, half ton. Uh, we're, we're, we're halfway there, and it's been a massive uh, 50 shows. Uh, we're, we've, we've come we've come a long way, and happy to be here, Dom. I'm happy to be here with my uh, Uncle Larry. And uh, it's it's been a great ride. It's been a great ride. How you been, brother? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going well. I'm excited. 50 shows has come very quickly. Uh, it's 50 just double coverage shows. Uh, obviously, we've got all our special guest shows in the background as well and other content, which has been awesome. But we'll take the time now, Sauce, uh, at the top of the show, just to say a very big thank you to uh, everyone that has supported us from two listens two plays per week to literally whether it's 60 plays a day now or every couple of days and 100 in a week. Uh, some of our podcasts are getting 80 to 100. So I know in the grand scheme of things, uh, people might be like, oh, 100 isn't that many. But to us, it's 100 more listens a week than what we thought we were initially going to get in the first place. And honestly, a massive thank you to so many people Um you know who you are. Uh, I know I've said it a thousand times, but um, we've had so great support, obviously from Cherry and so many people out in the in the community. Buster, oh, heaps of people. Buster, Cherry, Pullwax, uh, who else? Um, oh, LTB, Card Ladder, yeah, But I was going to say, um, I, was actually gonna, I was actually going to, I was actually going to stop on on Chris and just say, as I've said on the come up with Cage. Uh, the turning point actually was after we had Chris on the first time. So that actually changed uh, the dynamic of our show. Obviously, I think a lot of people were like, oh, we'll listen to, to Chris on this podcast. And then from then, I think we retained a fair few uh, people over in the US market, which have become regulars, um, which is awesome. Uh, and just, yeah, a, a massive thanks to people in the community that have stuck by us and We've made heaps of friends out of it, whether it be here in Australia or overseas. And to everyone that listens, uh, a majority of listeners are actually from uh, North America. So to everyone that listens from North America, uh, Canada and America, and of course here uh, on the home turf in Australia, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and to other people that live around the, uh, in other parts of the world that listen to us. So we appreciate it. 50 down. 5,000 more shows to go, and then we'll retire, hopefully. Uh, Adam, the regular, thank you. Appreciate it, mate. Uh, the beards are gone, Azuto. We've gone clean. I don't know what's hey, happened. Dobber, we didn't even was? tee this up. We didn't even tee this up. It was the 5-0, so I figured I've got to look good yeah. on screen for the half time. So I trimmed it back, and uh, I've come in fresh, uh, a new look for the second half of Double coverage to the ton, and uh, so we can raise the bat. You shave, uh, you shave for the five zero. I did too. I shave for the double coverage family, but I also shave for Ronaldo this morning. I had to be clean shaven while I watched him just put on a <laughs> clinic in the last five minutes. That's all he did. He was pretty average before that. But uh, thank you very much, and we'll get on with the show and um, keep keep sharing us and talking to us and damning us and asking for us. For any we advice or any help, and yeah, we do love it. 
and we'll take the time out of our day 100% to help anybody in this hobby and we truly do appreciate it. That and if we're, if we're Le Mans, feel free to come and discuss it. And uh, always, have we your opinion. We, 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 this is why we started this show, so people can have their opinions and about the, the hobby and cards and things. And, and that's why we always say, you know, uh, make sure you join in with your opinion. And Saucy and I have said we, we do give our opinion, give our takes, and we've got this – well, not for anything. We've got no – toes to step on so we'll just speak as as we as freely as we want but as source said if we are limons and you think we are stepping on a few toes which some people have said we have gone a bit hard sometimes and we accept that criticism but you know that's that's just the game i guess and we do love the hobby as sometimes as much as we do critique some people pretty harshly in saying that we feel that if we don't do it no one else is going to do it so not, it's not exactly uh, sunshine and rainbows at times, as as they say. So, best to be yeah. truthful than uh, pull the wool over people's eyes and piss in people's pockets, as we always say. So, because you always get found out, Doma. You always do. That's exactly right. All right. Without further ado, thank you once again, and let's get on with it. And source, I've changed up the running sheet. We're going to go bang, and we're going to start with the NBA. We're starting with the NBA today. We ain't holding back, and we're going to start with Philly versus Atlanta. It is now 3-2 in this series. 3-2 source. Oh, the 2-2. Sorry, I think it's 2-2. My bad, mate. It's 2-2. Had, had a mare. So, had obviously, mare. they've split their home courts 1-1. One, one. Uh, Atlanta's taken one away from Philly, and Philly's done vice versa. Now, the interesting thing in this game, source, um, Joel Embiid, is the interesting thing in this game. Um, clearly had knee soreness going into the second half of game four. And Source, they lost this game by three. And Joel Embiid went zero. I repeat, zero. Not of three from the field. Not of four. Not of five, Source. Zero from 12. In the second half, and that was literally the, the the stake into the vampire's heart, mate. The nail in the coffin, as they say. Game over. Uh, if he hits three of twelve souls, they win this game. It's as simple as that. Let's just now do speak the math. to me. Speak to me. What do you, Trey Young? Speak to me on the on the other side of the board, Lana, and 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 their doings and how they 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 pulled off the victory. Trey Young. He's getting double teamed and they're throwing everything at him. And the 18 assists that he's got there just shows that he's not just a, a dribbling three-point three shooting. Just jacks up shots. Yeah. He's got that Steph Curry ability to actually make a play when he has to. He's got self-awareness. Obviously, Curry shoots it a lot more than Trey because he makes it a lot more than what Trey does. Uh, that's what happens when you're the best shooter of all time, really, let's be honest, from three. But Trey has got that playmaking ability. And what have we said about teams like Phoenix Source? It's that input from the supporting cast. Now, he had 25. Bogdan, these are the starting five. We're to 10. We bounced back after horrendous game three. John Collins, 14. Capella, 12. Bogdanovich, 22. Young, 25. That was the starting five with that input. The bench had only 20. 
only 20 from the bench, but it was a hard-fought game and there was a lot of shots missed and defense was played, clearly. That's what happens when you play against Philly. Uh, I don't know where this goes, Sauce. Uh, I genuinely do not know where this goes. If Embiid is going to struggle well, look, with his knee and he's going to put I'm looking in at that, that box score, Domo, and I, I see Ben Simmons one from five from the free throw line. You know, he he, he nails three of those. It, it goes to, you know, it's overtime. There, there was a lot of things that could have been improved. You Embiid 0 of 12 in, in that. Think in the last uh, in the second half, so it's 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 an interesting one, and I don't know where it goes, and that's where I'll relay it off from your point that you know Embiid, how much is his knee really holding up? Um, and you got to think, what is he potentially doing to the rest of his career? Um, playing through a P, uh, MCL, was it a PCL injury or MCL? Um, Slight tear, I think that that was oh, the meniscus, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. So, which is manageable, but it looks like he's been able to play two games with it, and he seemed to have aggravated it clearly, aggravated this knee issue in game four. Which, as you said, if he's not playing to his best, they cannot win this series. He's he's the X factor. He's the difference. Yeah, he is. He's had 30 in every game. He had 17 and they, and they lost. So it's proof in the pudding. If he has 30, they win the game by 10 plus. So depending on his health, I'm, I'm serious, Source, my tip, we'll give a tip on this game going into game five. I'm going with Atlanta if Embiid is not fit and firing. I'm going Atlanta to win game five. And it's in, it's in, in Philly. It's in Philly. I'm That's a big Atlanta. call. But they I'm can do it because they've won one. They've won one there, Tomer. Yeah, it's not out of their out of their grasp of doing it's it. Not it's not out of their grasp. And and if, but, you know if they they able to get that three firing, which um they did in the first game. That's how they were able to, to win. They were just on fire from from deep. It's uh, anything's possible. And I, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think it's we're we're gonna have to assess and see where Joel and Ben's how he looks, how he, if he, well, I'm assuming he's going to play, um, and how he looks in that first sort of quarter, and that will be a determination. Um, but that maybe, maybe it's one of those injuries that you know it's fine when you play that first half, but when you go into the locker room, you, you cool down a little bit at half time, you come out in the second half, it's a bit harder to get going. Who knows? You know, it could be affecting him in certain ways. Maybe that's why he struggled in that second half. I mean, we, I don't we, know. we yeah, look. Yeah, I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going with the Fit Ball Club. If, if John Bede is in 100 percent and he can't go out there and give you 30, you're going to struggle. 100. percent And I'm, not even that. It's the other things he does on the defensive end that he's showing he's a monster. And now if he can't defend, you know, he has to back up a bit more on Trey Young because he, his lateral movement isn't as good. Well, what's Trey Young going to do? He's going to pull up and hit that floater that he's showing he's lethal, lethal. Correct. One of the one of the best floaters going around. So that's going to be interesting game five. So I'm going Atlanta based on Embiid's health and same with you, by the looks of things. Uh, let's move on to game five coming up. Uh, it's going to be Jazz versus Clippers uh, in LA. Now, Clippers got game four. They've won two straight. My opinion, series is finished. Uh, no, no, it should be in Utah, bro. The game. 
Oh, Utah. sorry, in Utah. Sorry, it was Jazz at uh, LA. Sorry, it's in Utah. I reckon the series is over source. Uh, look, I, th- I think the, the, the adjustments, adjustments they've made, they've realised, and not for anything, this is where I'm going to say, I, I'm, I, I'm coming out here and I'm going to say, you know, I commend the claw, Kawhi, because he's come out here and decided, you know what, I'm going to go at Donovan Mitchell. Now, Donovan Mitchell went out and scored, what, 30 or something like that. He put 37, he put up in that game. But it, he was visibly disrupted, and especially when it came down the stretch and how they were able to pull away, um, Kawhi Leonard was gardening, right? And yeah. I can't say the same for another man today, but we'll go into that game in a bit. I can't wait to get onto that game. But I'm going to go with you. I'm going with the Clippers. I think the Clippers are a better ball club. And and not for anything, if they get out of this series after being down 0-2, and they were down 0-2 in the last one, you you got to start looking at Ty Lue and going, hmm, maybe this guy isn't, you know, maybe, look, I understand, like, he, he had the GOAT in his in his first championship, which, let's, let's be honest, he... Single-handedly brought him one home, but maybe he actually is a decent coach, and if he, the adjustments he's made in this series thus far have worked a charm, worked an absolute charm. They've been able to double team Donovan Mitchell, force the other guys. That's what I said, force the other guys, because if hey, you want to let Mitchell go out there and score 50, 60 points, which he's more than capable of doing, you'll I'm probably happy. lose the game. I'm telling you, if I'm Ty Lue and the coaching staff of the LA Clippers, I'm happy for Donovan Mitchell to shoot 37 on my ball club when he's shooting it at 34.5% from the field. Yeah, he took a lot of shots. He took 20. He was 9 of 26, 6 of 15 from three. I am gladly going to let you do that. And if you go look at the rest of his team source, Jordan Clarkson was putrid and Derek Favors off the bench. But the starters, Ingles was 7 of 9, Gobert was 100%, Royce O'Neal shot 50%, and Bogdanovich shot 50%. But So potentially, I- yeah. Uh, as I said, go go on. Yeah, go no, on. No, yeah, I look, potentially, I, if he facilitated a bit more and penetrated in and kicked it out, those guys seemed to be. There was a, a few times there where he had three right. guys around him in the paint, and he tried to finish at the rim, which was a bit disappointing. They're the ones where you got to kick it out to the open shooter. Like that's that's understanding where you are and and the, the surroundings you're in. Yes, I get that. Um, but don't underestimate Gobert. Obviously, leaving the game early, foul trouble picked up three fouls, and that allowed them to attack the paint. Um, and Kawhi, I think he had a, a, a big man's jam in that game. He oh, just absolutely he posterized him. somebody. I can't remember who it was, but he absolutely posterized him. I'll tell you it what. Was it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a big jam. I it loved it. Jam. I loved it. All right, so uh, I'm going Clippers. You're going Clippers, I'm assuming, and gave five. Yep. Yep. All right, let's get on to – you've got some interesting takes in this one here. Brooklyn took game five, 114 to 108 in Brooklyn off the back of the the Slim Reaper, Easy Money Sniper, Kevin Durant, who put up 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists. Uh, It was 13 to 16 from the, the free throw line. Source, this was an exhibition. It was clinical. He played every single minute. He's the only player ever to play every single minute and have that stat line, and he's the second player next to Lego who did it in the Eastern Conference uh, Championship. 
to play full minutes. Now, the, the interesting thing was James Harden is uh, completely and utterly underdone. Uh, if that terminology is not used anywhere else around the world, I'll explain what that means. He's clearly injured. Clearly injured. Visibly clearly injured. injured. Clearly injured. He was just on the park because they had no Kyrie and you got to like not for he's, a he's a decoy. He's a decoy. He's a decoy. You can't disrespect James Harden, even if he's injured, and be like, oh, we're not going to defend him at the three-point line because you'll make you pay. That's like – like KD's like, I'd rather have you on there at 30% capacity so you can draw defenders and feed me the ball or feed our shooters the ball, then you sit in the bloody change room and who's going to be playmaking? Mike James, Brown, Blake Griffin. These guys aren't doing shit. KD would have had to shoot 70 today if they even had a chance. Uh, I'm with Cherry. Uh, Three-point line needs to go out past the halfway line. Uh, Yeah. They are taking the piss. They definitely are. Best individual effort ever, says Maddie for KD. Saucy's not going <laughs> to. I said he'd go out and shoot 50. Yeah, I just he didn't. Did. That's the right game. game. It, was, it didn't go for 50, right? Not quite. Like, he one missed point. the free throw. He was pissed off when he missed it as well. I was oh, pissed off. I wanted to see him shoot 50, bro. Doesn't matter. It's close enough. But that's not the interesting thing. The interesting thing is. Like, they're home in this series. It's over. The interesting thing is, and now this is going to be a hot take, and Sauce is probably going to add to it because we had a bit of discussion about this, and you know what it's like. We hardly disagree with each other, which is not exactly the greatest, but if when we do, we do. I said to Sauce today, the hot take uh, is about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, I'm probably going to get absolutely killed for this, He's a great player. He's a great player. He's a great regular season player, clearly. I know he had 34 today, and that's fine. He can have 34 today. But all this series has shown me about Giannis is that he's been found out by teams, big time. When he gets blocked in the post, he gets blocked on the drive, he has to settle for things that obviously he hasn't refined. That's his mid-range, hasn't refined that. And his three-point shooting. Why Giannis? I don't care. Like, people be like, oh, but he hit his shots today. Oh, he hit his shots. Okay, that's nice. He went two of four, he shot 50%. How about the game when he went one of nine? Or two of nine? He went one of eight, I think. Or one, yeah, one of eight. Don't waste opportunities. And people have worked him out because they know when he backs up, and he's going to steamroll to the rim like LeBron James early in his career, what defenders are doing is literally moving and replacing themselves with someone who is setting a charge, a charge screen to cop the hit and get the offensive foul on Giannis. And it's working so effectively on Giannis that he's getting frustrating, uh, frustrated and he's having brain farts and just jacking up threes, which is just dumb. And it's hurting, it's hurting the team. And as much as I've given Chris Middleton shit, if they didn't have Chris Middleton in this team, they would be nothing. They would have already been swept. Yeah. He has kept them in games. As much as I said he was an Alfred, he's definitely become Robin. 
and at times he's been Batman in this series. Definitely been Batman. Drew Holiday has pretty much been non-existent. He put up 19 today. He played pretty well today. Yeah, but, but seven of 16 prior, shooting them. Yeah, I know. It, like They've struggled big time. And they're relying heavily on PJ Tucker to guard Kevin Durant, which will then segue into Saucy, who was not too happy about a few things that he observed uh, in this game. Yeah. Take it away. Doma, as much as you're giving it to Giannis and um, in the sense of, you know, he hasn't refined things in his game that we've been calling for for, for since last season, we're like, you need to go and get these things so then you can literally be an unstoppable force. And they've worked in that. But there's one other thing that you can do that's, you know, pretty well. And you're one of the better guys in the league. But to keep allowing Chris Middleton and PJ Tucker to take the responsibility of guarding Kevin Durant, especially down the stretch, is an absolute disgrace. Are you a back-to-back MVP? Come out there and show me you're a back-to-back MVP and play like one and make the MVP play on the defensive end. Because, yeah, your offense may let you down at times, but I'm sure you've got the length and you've got much more agility to trouble Kevin Durant than PJ Tucker, where Durant is clearly visibly a foot and a half taller than him. And then Chris Middleton, where he's nearly two foot taller than him. I don't bloody know. Probably over-exaggerating that, but it looks like that by the time he elevates and shoots the shot. He's just looking straight over the top of him. Why the hell is Giannis Antetokounmpo not guarding Kevin Durant down the stretch. I don't care. Look fine. Get throughout the game. At times, Giannis, you've got to reserve energy to for the offense. I get that. But the last five minutes, you should have been guarding Kevin Durant every yeah. possession. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Line. Every possession. And they should have been double-teaming Durant and forcing the other guys to beat them. I don't give a shit. You could tell Harden was no good. Harden went 0 of 8 from 3. 0 of 8. Every shot he shot was short. You would have been able to tell that. So why aren't you double-teaming? They should have won this game today, the Bucks. And now that they lost this game, I'm telling you, Kevin Durant is going to come out in the next game and he's going to finish the series. I feel he's – I don't know. I just reckon he's got that in him. He's going to play – I don't know well, if he plays 48 minutes again. Maybe Harden plays again. He, he plays a little bit better. He must be playing at like 60%. He looks at 60%. He could still dribble. He'd still dribble past guys. He could still do his little step back. But every shot he, he shot, play for, back was short. Play for play for fouls, as he usually does. He got for, he got there three times and nails three. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Better, better yeah. than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons gets there five times, only nails one. But the funny thing is, Sauce, I don't know if you saw the comment, but Giannis said that KD was the best player in the world after this game. I can guarantee you right now, and excuse the language, I not in a thousand years would have fucking said to my opposition player who just killed me in a series that he's the best player in the world. I never would have said that to my... Do you reckon Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and LeBron James would have gone out there and yeah, been yeah. like, hey, yeah, yeah, he killed us. He's the best player in the world. Yeah, 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 that's all right. right rightfully so, we got beaten because he's the best. Are you actually dumb? So from this day forward, I, I should have told you about this a bit earlier. You probably would have got the Lamont of the week, Giannis. But from this day forward, I'm not calling him Giannis onto the Cooper. I'm not calling him the Greek freak. I'm not calling Giannis I cannot shoot, bro. I'm calling him Kevin Durant's son. Because that's it. Kevin Durant has clearly got in his head 
I don't care. You want to be nice. There's no being nice in playoffs, mate. You're here to win. The game was on the line. It's a game five. It tips, the scales, it tips the scales in the balance of a team in favor of winning a series. Historically, and, massively. And they're in, a, they're in a lot of trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. And props to uh, Uncle Jeff Green as well, who just put on a clinic Went off today. Went off. So it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm going with you, Source KD, to just be a cold-blooded killer and just finish him off in the next game. So done and dusted. All right, we'll move on. Uh, Cherry said they like uh, like you without the beard. Very nice. You just got that clean, Source. Thank you. Thank Everyone's you. all over Thank it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's move on to soccer. And soccer, we're not even going to talk about. There's a reason why we moved on to it. It's obviously Euro's time. And as we do, we want to give you the best bang for your buck in that, you know, it's all free content. Go and listen on the doublecoverage.media podcasting network to Azuros Euro. You will get all your soccer fix on there. Everything will be on there. Uh, yep. he's, on, he's doing a show with Anthony Collette. Daily content. Daily content. Go listen to that. They're giving not just Euros info and recaps of games, but plays, key soccer plays. Now, if you're listening, honestly, from overseas and you're not too sure outside of main guys to collect in this hobby, go and listen to that podcast. There's been some absolute rippers that have been thrown out. And I'm telling you, people that have listened to them, it's literally money for jam because I've gone on there and I've looked at these guys and I've gone, I can buy them now if I really wanted to. So go on there, have a listen to that, and just enjoy. They've, they've had Card Hour on. They've yep. had uh, Round Ball Breaks on, and they've got some massive guests in the works. Hopefully all goes well, and this one person comes on the show, and it is going to be ginormous for them. So props to them. They're doing a fantastic job. Go throw your support uh towards them, share their stuff, and just listen and enjoy it. Uh, put it on in the background at work, and it'll give you a recap of the overnight um, results and obviously some card talk in there as well uh, regarding the soccer market. So go check out Azuros Euro. Easy. All right, source, F1. There's no Grand Prix over the weekend. French Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, very keen for the cars very to get Very keen after last, after oh, last. Mate. After Azerbaijan, mate, very keen. So, oh, Maddie Campbell, Timo, uh, Tim Weiner. <laughs> I think he means well, Tim, Tim Weiner because he, he look one thing. He came on this morning in the France Germany game, and he was woeful. Misplaced passes. Yeah, look, not good. Yeah, not, not good. good. It wasn't good. Not talking about. Listen to Azuros Euro for all your Euro updates and soccer. So. Uh, French GP this week. Get onto it. Uh, I'll move quickly into AFL. Give a recap of this. Nothing really major. Uh, actually, there's one thing. Oh, one, more buy round. one more buy round. Isn't one it? more one buy round. round. But we have Port uh, losing to Geelong in Adelaide, 112 to 91. Flat track. track bullies. Next, Hawthorne upset Sydney in Sydney, 89, uh, 89 to 51. That was a well great done. win by them. Played very well. Freo defeated Gold Coast. No brainer. Adelaide. 
beat, and I'm going to call them insipid, St. Kilda Football Club, insipid. I watched parts of that future. game. Yeah, watched they, parts. They I seen the first half, and I seen. Um, I, I looked at this Doma. I think they scored one goal in the first half, Adelaide. I'm just going to mention this, right? And when I looked at the score, and I seen shit, they're up by like what? They've only scored one goal. There's no chance they're going to win this. Like I literally stopped watching. Then it got to the you know. 15 minutes to go in the last quarter. I'm like, I better tune back in here. This is a game. St. Kilda went in at halftime and thought they'd won the game. That's pretty much what happened, Dom. Legit. And I can't believe Tillthorpe actually kicked that goal over the over his head. That's a disgrace. The fact that no one was there to just even touch it on the line. Like, come on. Thanks, Renee. Thanks, James, as well. Appreciate that. Appreciate the love, bro. Really do. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, my boys did a St. Kilda leading into the last quarter. Difference is I expected it. Well, I expected it from St. Kilda too. Uh, we're up by four goals and uh, we ended up drawing. At least we walked away with a po- two points. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. Robbie Tarrant's back. Told you, Sauce. So we get a few. That was GWS a, has that been was good. A, they've been good. GWS has been good. I'm telling you. Get you got to be happy with that as, as a North, North supporter. So you know, I'm just telling to... you, I keep saying it, and people keep going, oh, you shit, you shit, you shit. We're missing Aiden Core. We're missing Luke McDonald. We've got Robbie Tarrant back. You saw the difference he made coming back in. You the games in the second half of the season if you play like that, Domine. You play we like get that. get our guys miss- back. 100% we will. And uh, yeah, we are probably bottom of the ladder material. But as I keep saying, and I will keep saying, we are closer to a flag than what St. Kilda Football Club is, and you can debate me on that. By all means, go for your life. The only thing you're holding your your hope on is uh, Max King up in your form. Oh, you're line. still playing Paddy McCartan, that big contract, and what's he doing? That's all exactly. I'll say right yeah. there. Anyway, then we had uh, West Coast beating Richmond, a bit of a comeback at the end there. Richmond struggled well. They probably need to win that. There's a couple of questionable decisions in that game when I lost. It was pretty funny, but that's football these days. You get them every week. It's becoming harder and harder to watch source. Josh Kennedy had to, to, to kick that yeah. goal. Yeah. Snap, but it's, which was- I'm just saying. I'm just putting the, the AFL on, on – well, not the AFL. The AFL, fuck, they're trying their hardest. The football clubs, it is just becoming harder and harder to watch, mate, week in, week out. I'm just putting it out there. The standard is just putrid. Uh and the last game, after they won 11, they decided to lose uh, the Ds. <laughs> so they, they eclipsed Saucy's 10 and a half, and they decided now we'll go on a on a 10-game losing streak <laughs> and uh, cost Saucy by half a game. Uh, the Pies did it for Bucks. They did it for Buckley, the champion of the game, champion of the sport, uh, good coach. Club legend. Right? He got... Club legend, he copped a lot of flack here, Sauce, all right? And he's copped a lot of flack. And we said he had to go, and we said he would go before the end of the season. And guess what? He went before the end of the season. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Oh, anyway, not like we've been wrong on this podcast much. Probably just 95% of the time we're wrong. But anyway, (laughs) besides the point. Uh, (laughs) But legitimately, everyone said, oh, he got handed a team and uh, he's a terrible coach. He was a kick away from winning a flag. 
one kick away from winning the flag. He still got them back to another granny as well. Exactly right. So he did something right. All right. Everyone is very hard on him. Very, very hard on him. He did his best. Unfortunately, his playing career ended the same as his coaching career without a flag. It's unfortunate for a grade of the game. He's got two brown lows to hold his uh, head high upon, and I think he's, he won a Norm Smith as well in a, in a losing grand final. So pretty good effort if you win a Norm Smith in a losing grand final. I know you don't really want that, but you're the best player on the day in a grand final, which means something. Anyway, so all the best to Bucks and uh, whatever his future endeavors are. All right, round 14, Sauce. Let's quickly get through these. Uh, cats versus Dogs. Oh, that's a good game. Where is it? Cardinia. Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Cats then. I'm going Dogs. Off the bye. Uh, Suns Port hey. in Gold Coast. Oh, this, this is, is a tough one. I'm going to... This I'm is a tough one. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm going the Suns. I'm all in. Oh, is Matty Rowe right. playing again? He played last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah First game play. back. Yeah. 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 He oh, played. beautiful. Rowe in again. Second game. You watch him. Thirty touches. Uh, Suns. <laughs> uh, North Melbourne, Brisbane. I think it's in Tassie. Uh, we're, we're home. Yeah, it's good. I'm tipping North. We'll upset him. We'll beat him. GWS Carlton. Well, GWS. There's no even. We'll see. Uh, yeah. You can have the no, bar. You, you can have a season off. You can have every team have half their list injured. And Carlton could have their full team, zero injuries, and they'd still find a way to lose this game. So, GWS for both of us. Hawthorne Essendon. Don's back in the scene. Off the bye. Freshened up I'm a bit. You we looked a bit weary. The, the young fellas looked a bit sore. I'm backing you Hawks, in as well. Hawks, Hawks obviously off a high um, win in Sydney uh, where you could clearly tell that they'd had the week off. Alistair Clarkson, uh, the mastermind here, came out with a game plan and executed it, and his players executed it to a T. Um, but we will be doing the same thing to them, and we will come out and execute that to a T, and I think we'll win and beat the Hawks, where obviously we should have beaten them earlier on in the year. Uh, we 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 come we're a long way since half time, and yeah, that's right. We've come a long way since then. I think we've, we've got enough to get the job done. Easy. Uh, the buy is Adelaide, Collingwood, St Kilda, Sydney, Freo, Richmond, Melbourne, and West Coast. All right, Sauce, over to you. Bit of UFC, nice card. Dama, nice card is an understatement. This was one the card of the year, and some an absolute cracking fights. So. As we usually do, I will uh, run through the results on UFC 263, the main card. Watched every single fight on the main card. Um, it was a great day of sports on Sunday. And light heavyweight division, uh, Paul Craig with the KO in the first round over Jamal Hill. This was nasty, Dommer. This was nasty, let me tell you. Um Jamal Hill had his arm broken by Craig Paul uh, Paul Craig, sorry. And really, it was disgusting. He, his arm was literally flopping, flopping around like dead meat. It was funny oh. after the fight. They asked him, you know, could you feel that? Joe Rogan asked uh, Paul Craig, could you feel that? And he goes, he goes, 
He got and he's got a Scottish accent. I'm not going to try put on a Scottish accent because uh, Please try. probably you cock try. up. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Well, we used to have Mr. Murphy back at uh at uh high school, and he he was Scottish, so we might have a chance here from old mate Murphy from high school. Oh, this could be this could be horrendous. This is your this is the All birthday right, present to everyone for 50 shows. This is going to be horrendous. <laughs> it felt it felt like a. It felt like a, oh, a, a, a white a white fish a white fish against my leg. Felt like a white fish against my leg flapping around. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, this is why, honestly, honestly, I'll be honest with you, double coverage fam. This is why the UFC, honestly, is my favorite segment of this show. Because Saws can't pronounce the fighter's surnames and he goes and puts on accents. I love it. It's just great. It's- Anyone go watch the fight, the replay. It literally lasts for a whole three minutes, um, and you get to see a man's arm broken. Uh, it's pretty That's nasty. Gross. And yeah. look, Jamal Hill, although he's a tough uh, bastard, brother, you need to understand when you got to tap when someone's got you in an arm bar and not allow them to, to break your arm, uh, which is what he let him do. Um, all right. Welterweight division, Bilal Muhammad um, defeated. Demian Maya, I believe Bilal Muhammad. I think in his in his previous fight, he he something he had an issue. He had a, a, a draw no contest with Leon Edwards. He copped a bad poke in the eye. Yeah, uh, if you remember, right. he came out in this fight, uh, dominated Demian Maya. It was a resounding decision on points. Uh, Maya. It's uh, he didn't look very good, so uh, Bilal Muhammad uh, won that easily. Leon Edwards uh, defeated Nate Diaz in a round five decision. Now, look, Leon Edwards dominated him, the card said that, but that didn't tell the full story of what actually happened. Um, it's in the in round five, Nate Diaz knew he had to try and knock him out, so he came out like that, and he nearly did knock him out, Dom. He had Leon Edwards was stumbling. He nearly had him, and Nate Diaz just keep coming. That's why I said last week that when Nate Diaz is on the card, you must watch because you don't know what can happen. He was down. He, he was getting severely beaten for four rounds, severely beaten. And you could and and you looked you looked at Leon Edwards and you looked at Nate Diaz and you're like. Yeah, Leon Edwards is definitely winning this fight. And you could just tell by looking at Nate Diaz, the way he was busted up. But he looks like that in every fight. And you can never count him out because he, he, he just keeps swinging. And he came out like that in the fifth round. It was one of the most entertaining fights of the year. Uh, definitely tune in and see that if you can. But Leon Edwards is too good for Nate Diaz. Um, look, still want to see Nate Diaz fight because he's entertaining as hell. But he's going to start winning some more fights. I think he might have lost his last two fights, I believe. So uh, he got to... Step it up, Nate. He's obviously back in the UFC after the UFC renounced their uh, drug testing for cannabis because he's a big uh, marijuana smoker. He is, uh, loves the, the hooch. So uh, he's back and back for good, which is good for the sport. Uh, and then the flyweight division. Now, this is the massive uh, upset that everyone didn't really see coming. But if you're a true UFC uh, purist and a follower, you, you would have not doubted this because their first fight ended as a draw. Uh, so, you know, why couldn't Moreno go one better if he drew him last time and, and then the, the judges couldn't, um, you know, split them? And Brandon Moreno came out, defeated Deviuson, Figueroa, um, third round submission. 
um, made him tap, and Moreno didn't uh, leave it up to the judges this time, which is what you do. You don't leave it up to the judges. You go out there and you finish it. That was clinical. That was a clinical three rounds. He, were up, he was in front in the fight regardless, and then he, he was able to get into tap. So it was a brilliant performance. And then the main event, uh, the Italian stallion, Marvin Vittori, got absolutely destroyed by Israel Adesanya. Uh, Vittori, look, Italian, uh, I love you, bloke, uh, as, a, as a countryman from Italia. But uh, when you go out there and say you think you won that fight after the fight, and I just watched the fight, you, sir, are a fool. Uh, you got absolutely destroyed, picked apart. Uh, you didn't try at all to close the distance. You got him down to the ground. You weren't able to keep him there. Uh, Adesanya clearly worked on student of the game. This is why I say Izzy's good. Last fight, absolutely dominated on the ground, got to the ground by uh, Jan Blaschewitz. Blaschewitz and got, got dominated. And, and lost the fight, lost his first ever fight, obviously moved up a weight division for that, but went away, worked on it, and you've seen his defense on the ground, how he was able to get out of positions and get back to his feet, and he did that clinically a number of times uh, to Vittori, who was able to get a, a number of successful takedowns, but he just wasn't able to keep him there and you know um, apply pressure and force so uh, Adesanya, too good, uh, dominated him. Uh, so it was a great, great card. Every single one of those fights was uh, entertaining, Doma. All right, so this week you got UFC Fight Night, Jung versus – how would you even say that? I-G-E, how, what would you say? How, how do you say that, Doma? Eager. All right, let's go with that, Eager. Dan Eager. We don't know, right? That's what we're going with. Oh, That's I the main event. That's the main oh, event, right? Well, see, there you go. Dom, I've stitched you up there. Walter Wake, division, Matt Brown versus Diego Lima, uh, middleweight division, Wellington Terman versus Bruno Silva, featherweight division, Julian Rosa versus Choi Swung Wu, uh, bantamweight, Marlon Vera versus Davey Grant, uh, heavyweight division, Aliski Olenik versus Sergi Spiavak, and featherweight the main event, Chan Sung Jung versus Dan Ige. And I believe that's the – is that the Korean zombie? It I'm is the sure. Korean zombie. That is the Korean zombie. There you go. Yeah. The Korean zombie. He's, you know, we know his fights are entertaining. So tune in this week. Main card kicks off 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Find out what time it is on your local guides. Tune in. UFC. Bang. All right, Sauls. Sports all done and dusted. You now can sit back. Relax, and we can chat the hobby to whenever this podcast ends. So, Source, my morn of the week is hobby-related. Now, you were distressed when you came and brought this to my attention. The encyclopedia of the hobby came to us both, both personally and told us about this. But you happened to find that just before he mentioned it to you, Set the scene. How did you come about this? All right, Doma. I was sat down with my bowl of cereal and a coffee. A bit of crunching up, like the honey aspect to it. Um, and I was on the uh, blog.paniniamerica.net, 
uh, obviously Panini America's blog, uh, where they you know put out all articles uh, for you to consume and read about their products and uh, things going on that they want to talk about. And I will bring up the article, Donna. So let me just give me one one tick where I uh, bring it up and uh, share my screen. Here we go. And here it is. Panini America delivers a detailed first look at the upcoming 2021 Clearly Don Ross basketball. So they're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. Clearly Don Ross. First of all, for the record, trash product. (laughs) Right? Anyway, go on. For the record. Uh, Panini America have officially uh, recently set out a preliminary product in information solicitations for several exciting new products coming soon to a hobby shop or online retailer near you. Today, we are sharing the same information with you here on the Knights Lance, this time featuring the acetate-aided, visibly unique, clearly Donruss basketball. All right, so going through, reading the article, yep, sweet, and I see this image here. Luke, Luka Doncic rated rookie clearly Donruss. Yeah, it's his rookie this year. No, but then I I uh, was like, what the hell? I was eating my cereal. I nearly spat out my cereal, nearly choked, nearly choked on my cereal. I was like, what's going on? Surely they're not putting Luka Doncic rookies in the clearly Donruss product. Then I thought, hang on, wait. They've done this before, where they've put the last years. You know, they did this with Jar and 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 Zion with the hoops cards, where they put them on this year's hoops as rookies. Just and it it was later said that they were, you know, just mock ups, right, to show off the product. So I was like, all right, look, let's not jump too soon. Um, so kept reading, kept reading, and didn't dispel that it wasn't the case. So I sent you the article, Doma, and you went out there, and what have you found? I dug a little bit. And uh, by this stage, as we said at the top of this segment, the Encyclopedia of Basketball made us very, very aware of uh, this uh, product because we got this uh, Luke of the Don rated rookie card sent through. And sometimes, as Saul said, you know, it's just a display thing. This is what we're thinking of doing and not for anything. I hope I hope it really is. Uh, props to Adam who said uh, Saucy's clearly not a fan of Clearly Donruss. Very, very, very nice, Adam. <laughs> very nice. Uh, thanks, uh, Marty, uh, for the half-century love. Now, so if you go down, Sauce, we just stroll down a little bit on this article. I kept digging. And you stop right there. You stop right there. You see the Luke of the Don? Anyway, you read this text, right? Back by... I've got it up here, so I don't need a bloody squint, even though you know I've got glasses. Uh, I've, I've turned it down, Dom, so I've, I've... No, that's all right. I've right. got it here. Okay. Here we go. It's coming out July 25th. All right, so you got you got time. you got a month and a half to fix your problem, all right? Because you got your clearly rated rookie autographs. you got your My House. you got the rookies. you got your Zero Gravity. You got your dominant, you got your stargazing. And then the next line source, I almost 
tripped up the stairs sauce. You know how hard it is to trip upstairs? <laughs> A piece of advice, don't be on your don't be on your phone when you're finishing your gym workout, walking up some stairs from your garage coming inside. I almost tripped up the stairs. Retro rated rookies. Reimagine on clear acetate. So it's actually going to be a set. And we're going to have Luca the Don in here. And I don't want to be a nitpicker, but I'm going to be someone that is really going to nitpick this product. All right. It's a bit different to the tribute that we had in Prism. All right. It's a bit different to that because there, there was no RC on the LeBron James. There's no RC on the cards. You have a month and a half to put retro on top of rated rookie for Luca the Don, yeah. or else you're going to get a lot of people. Rated rookie. You're going to get a lot of people in this hobby, and everyone will say, "Oh yeah," but everyone knows the difference. No, no, you don't understand what it's like. People coming out potentially seeing this Luca, even if it's not going for much, going, "Shit, that Luke, that's a rookie Luca. I can pick that up for nothing." And everyone's just buying all these cards and wasting their money to find out someone saying, what are you talking about, mate? That's his fourth year card, his third year card. It's not his rookie. And the, and the person's like, it says rated rookie on it. It says rated rookie. Or on the flip side, someone goes, oh, it says rated rookie on it. You know what? I'll sell this card for like 300 bucks raw. And then someone new to the hobby just comes in and goes, oh, Luca rookie and just buys it without doing their research. Do you see the issue? Because all these guys are actually rookies and actually says rated rookie and then you got Luca the Don. So I'm hoping that it's on their source with their sneak peek, all right? And in a month's time, it gets printed with retro rated rookie on there. I hope it's just the design thing to just say, this is what the card's going to look like. Is it necessary having him in there? No. But yeah, obviously, if they're putting Luca in there. There must be other ones getting in there. Tatum, the Mitchell, there you same go. year. Wouldn't surprise me. It's uh, it's unnecessary. So, Sauce, on that note. On that note, uh, I'm clearly not a fan of clearly Donruss and uh, Panini America. You better damn put the retro on top of the rated rookie to, to fix this little mess up, which I think shouldn't even be in there to start with. And for that, you get a lemon of the week. It's just, I just laugh every time that lemon comes up. It's so big. Adam, you're completely correct. If you want to chuck that comment up, Saucy, uh, basically just reprinting the original Don Ross card. Why we're reprinting Luca rookies after three years in the league is beyond me. That's yeah, that's my my point of view. Three years in, and we're reprinting his rookie cards. Seriously, come on, do better. As simple as that. All right, sauce. Let's get into the nitty gritty of some things. Uh, well, first and foremost, yeah, there's some lemons on the screen for uh, That's what we want to see when the lemons listening. when the lemons come up. We want to see the lemons in the comments. Just a, just a few, just quickly on blockchain. We've got no cars this week, so I'll just quickly just run through it. They've got the pack going live in six and a half hours. A Panini NFT blockchain prism 
NBA Red Mosaic Packs. Current price is 10 bucks. Uh, you can get assortment of LeBrons and go on to the Knights Lance and you'll hey, be able to find the article. The, there's, the actually, there's a, actually, there's a preview on it of it on the Knights Lance as well. Um, so if you go back there, so awesome. There it is right there. Uh, is that it? That is yeah, the, one. That's the one. Right there. So that's some of the cards you can get. Uh, sorry to our podcast. Some of the, N- some of the uh, NFT cards that you can but get. But if you jump uh, on uh, blog.penediamerica.net, um, you can find these. And uh, if I do remember, I'll try drop the uh, the – website in the in in the comments uh and not in the comments in the the post in the description sorry if not audio listeners just head on over to uh panini.com and uh, .net sorry paniniamerica.net and just go to blockchain at the top there and it'll just say store you click on that and the card comes up and if you want to see the cards just head over just type in the knight's lance panini on google and then hit the blog and you can access it all right done and dusted Moving on, source. Now, we are going to cover the impeccable basketball checklist. And a shout-out to Cherry because I was actually watching them uh, before this and Grayson was ripping some some cases of the product and the cars look beautiful. But before we get there, we may or may not be late to the party. We don't think we're late to the party with this. We've been doing a bit of research into it. I've been in forums with some of the biggest people in this hobby that have discussed this topic. Uh, obviously, Grayson was kind enough to answer this question in a podcast recently um, that I put out to him based on things that I've been hearing from people in the hobby about card porn and their status in the hobby. And a lot of people are, are kind of getting off of them a bit and losing a bit of respect on them because they don't think they've their full transparency by them not revealing their identity. Um, and it was based off of the PWCC um, post that they put up a bit earlier in the week. It's down there somewhere in regards to just uh, a Photoshop of an image. And yeah, it was just abuse, pretty much just slandering PWCC and people were saying, well, they've got, they're technically like the watchdog of the hobby and they got the power to just slander certain companies and really change the mindset of the way that some of these people, well, literally follow them as gospel in the hobby. Now, obviously, Grayson answered the question of the same mentality that we have. Like, Just do your research. You don't need to believe in who gives a shit. They're just an Instagram account. And I'm with him to a T and I agree with him. There's times where I agree with this account and I completely disagree with the account. And that's what makes it polarizing in the hobby. It makes them a discussion point. Like right now, a few uh, podcasts have have spoken about them. Uh, A few key people in the hobby have spoken about them. So not for anything, keeps them relevant because we're continually putting out content revolving around them and obviously going to tag them. So then you people will be able to see them. If you know, don't know about them, then you'll be able to follow them and then you become one of their audience. So, so I came up with a bit of a list on if I'm a fence hitter, which is what I'm going to be. I'm not giving you a direct, they're terrible for the hobby. They're not terrible for the hobby. 
they've got a place, they're an account, all right? They're a certified account around sports cards. People can go to them for help. They can talk to them. They're easily accessible. Um, How did they get certified? I don't know. I don't know. Someone on the inside. Someone on the inside. Well, people, well, this is the this is the interesting thing. Like, it's funny because obviously we're in this hobby in the cardboard, uh, cardboard. Well, yeah, cardboard hobby in t- trading card hobby. That is, is like a little family. And the funny thing is, it's like its own little world. And in this world, there's a conspiracy theory. So, no matter where you go in any facet of society, there's a conspiracy theory about something. So, there's cons- conspiracy theories that the people behind it, the team, have got connections to certain people, whether it be BGS or PSA, blah, 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 blah. Regardless, it could be a main person in the hobby that we listen to all the time and they just do this for fun because they've got uh, privy to information that we don't have. So, they're able to just go and drop it. Uh, literally at the drop of a hat on their account and expose uh, people and whatnot uh, that are doing the wrong thing in the hobby or things that they don't think are correct in the hobby. So not for anything. There's a little update, Doma. Update on previous posts from PWCC issue. To resolve the Stephen Curry issue. Yeah. Feel free to head over there and you can see all the saga there. Yeah. It's unfolding and whatnot. Um, And I I agree with uh, Grayson once again. In terms of, he said that he sometimes said things, and it can be polarizing. And we seem to think that we've said some things sometimes on the same wavelength. And you take it the way that you want to take it, and that's why we always say to people, "Do your research." Do your research. I got. I'm going to say a few things to you about card porn, and you tell me yes or no. All right. And if you're coming into the hobby and you have zero knowledge of the hobby and zero experience on the hobby, you tell me if this is a positive or a negative in terms of the way that they look. This is a bit of a market research for card porn if they watch this. We're not slandering you because there's some good things that you do here and there's some things that maybe people may not agree with. It's the same thing with any show and any content creator out there. And the best content creators are the content creators that can take the feedback and improve their work. So, Source, if I said to you that help people in the hobby, you'd say what? Yes. Yes. All right. They share content in the community that is uh, hobby-related. Yes. Nobody knows who they are, so you can't identify with them. Yep. True, yes. Issue? Is that an issue or a, po- a positive or a negative? It's a positive and a negative. So a double-edged sword. Can influence new collectors' mindset due to their large audience? Possibly, yeah, possibly. It's a bit of both. Now, on that one there, I'm all with a lot of people out there saying like, oh, that don't influence product and manufacturing. And I completely agree with that because Panini don't give two shits about an Instagram account and Upper Deck don't care and Tops don't care. They're not going to go, oh, Carl Paul said this, so we're not making the thing. Like we just gave the Le Mans of the week to clearly Don Russ. They could say, we don't give a shit about what double coverage say. We're going to print it anyway. Every Tom, Dick and Harry is going to go out there and buy it and we're going to make a shit ton 
of profit on our margins anyway. So it doesn't really matter. We're just trying to draw, yeah, some light on, yeah, just, you know, don't have tunnel vision is what we're trying to say on that product. Yeah, don't build them on. Anyway, but that can be a double-edged sword for them in the way of you're bashing BGS on fake slabs where PSA has been prior as prior fake slab issues in the thing, obviously not bringing them up and someone comes in and they see that, they think BGS is terrible. So they don't go with BGS. It can influence a new collector in different ways. On auction houses to use, grading companies to go with, cards to buy, uh, so on and so forth. If they're bagging out an account because they disagree with that person as a content creator who shares a difference of opinion to them, then that person goes, well, I'm following that person now. Without any thought of going and seeing that other account's point of view, if that makes sense. So it can be a double-edged sword. So yeah. source. They, they have informed about PSA fake slabs as well. They've got a little... T- yeah. Have I said to you, they help identify fake slabs, positive or negative? Positive. They help identify patch swapping in cards, positive or negative? Positive. And we've seen some very good examples which have, uh, you know, had swift actions upon them, taken upon them, by the likes of Golden and, and PWCC. It's, it's funny. From their, from their auctions. It's funny because um, Grayson said it's probably an account run by Biden or Trump as a, as a joke. And funnily enough, I'm not saying that card porn are, is Trump, but not for anything, they are a bit like your everyday politician as an account. You can be frustrated with them at times and on other times when they do card things like finding fake slabs and patch exchanges, you can absolutely love them. But I think, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel, ask ask you how you feel in a sec, that you need someone there to sometimes toe the line and obviously make thought-provoking content for people to go out there and go, oh, wait a minute, I never thought of it like that. Or you know what, they, these guys have got no idea what they're talking about today. They've lost their shit. So it works in both ways. There's a, there's a spot for everyone in the hobby. They're going back to more posting cards and doing all that stuff. Good on them. Do what you got to do. I think everyone went a bit hard on them. In my opinion, I would love to know who they are, but in, in the end of the day, if I don't know who you are, I couldn't give a shit either, to be honest. You just keep doing your thing. It doesn't bother me. Unless you start harming content creators that have been in the game for a while and you start slandering people, then you're going to have a problem with with a lot of people in the hobby just getting together and banding together and just saying, you got no right to do this shit. And you'll be pretty much exiled, being exiled quicker than you actually got into the hobby yourself as an account. So that's the one thing you just can be careful about. Just don't turn people in the hobby against you completely because then you'll be done and dusted. Yeah, they do a lot of positive, and, yeah. you know, and there, as you said, there are things that they do which are toe the line and don't, you know, they, it's good and bad. That's what I said. Like I, I have always said, you know, they're an account you should follow because they, they help you. They help you with things that there are issues in the hobby. Not as we said, not everything in the hail in the hobby is always uh, smooth sailing. There are things like fake slabs. There are things like scammers. There are things like PayPal chargebacks. There are things like shield bidders. Shield bidders. There are things, like, you know, <laughs> bots. Like there's so many things. That they all exist. 
And yeah. people out there like us and, you know, them, they, they, they just try and help others inform them. Um, and it's sort of good because there has been some things that there's been some issues with people over at certain places, uh, auction houses and things like that. And when someone, uh, you know, they haven't, they've had messages or emails back and forth and they haven't got a re resolution, uh, car porn puts them on a bit of uh, social blast and uh, shit gets taken care of quick. And that's happened a few times. So, you know, maybe that's uh, sort of a benefit of them staying private because they, if they went private and they went and did that, obviously clearly, you know, those people at those businesses are going to come headhunting and be pissed off with that person because they know who it is. Uh, they can't really do anything if they don't know who it is. Uh, so um, that's one positive in, in a sense. So I think, I think we just wanted to give our take on it and look at it as a holistic approach and a broader hobby sense of the issue. All right. I don't want to look at it like I'm a content creator. I don't want to look at it as I'm a, a breaker. I don't, let's look at it as a hobby. There's benefits for most people. It's, one thing to be one section of the hobby and say, oh, this is how it affects me. So everyone else who gives a shit type of thing. Like, But uh, Adam says influencers have their own agenda and products they push. Like you guys always say, it's up to you to do your own research. It's your money and spend it wisely. That is correct. Anyone can tell you to buy anything in this hobby. Absolutely anything. Oh, we had a, we had a few contents uh, creators uh, telling people to buy this egg card at one point in time. Remember that, Doma? The yeah, I spoke card. about that two weeks ago. No comment. That's probably why we lost a lot of people on this bloody podcast listening to us, mate, because we called them out. Fuck them. I couldn't give two shits. It was the stupidest thing, and it will be the stupidest thing that ever happened to this hobby, all right? Because the, the sole intention of that project, which I'm not going to get into because I don't – like the sole intention of it was to be for good, and all it turned it into was the biggest pump and dump scheme in the hobby at that point in time. And now everyone laughs about it. It's all well and good to laugh about it when your sole intentions have been uh, poisoned by uh, what you intended to do was give money to to the unfortunate, but in the end, you've ended up just raking in all the money for yourself. So as I said from the get-go, it was going to be the biggest pump and dump, and it was the biggest pump and dump. So refute me, anyone that wants to talk about that, but you are a lemon yourself. So as simple as that. All right, Sauce, uh, moving on, impeccable basketball. As I said, Cherry ripped this. I was just watching it before we jumped on here. Absolutely amazing, some of the cards. Uh, so I'm on Cardboard Connection. I just jumped on. Uh, we're going to go through another checklist this week. Uh, we went through Core Kings last week. So if you're keen on that, go to Show 49. And we went through the Core Kings checklist uh, and had a discussion around that. And I think safe to say the consensus on Corkins last week was I loved it and you were content with it this year. You weren't you're not the biggest fan of that product, but you were content with it. You thought yeah, that they improved on it. They improved on it. I think there's some things in there that they're they're you know definitely worth having a look at. Hundred percent. So obviously um, we'll have a bit of a read in terms of there's metal inserts in this. Uh, likely would be stainless stars line, which adds uh, limited parallels, which are orange. Uh, each premium hobby box contains nine cards, five autos, and one metal insert. And you can get a metal insert that is an auto, as well as a color variant. Uh, you can get NBA logo cards, 
display authentic silver or gold bars. I saw Grayson pull a Donovan Mitchell silver uh, NBA logo to eight uh, just before I jumped on. It was sick. Sick looking card, um, which you'll be able to see if you are watching on YouTube. There's a metal insert, uh, stainless stars. There's a gold logo, James Wiseman. And then we've got here a Elegance Rookie Jersey Auto of Lamello. Do you reckon that jersey's worn? Probably not. Uh, they're also themed inserts that highlight a particular number or year that matches the print run. So draft pick number seven. So that's Stephen Curry there. He's number seven, which is pretty cool. John Morant further down. Release date is... Out now, released today, so launch day today over here. Uh, as we said, nine cards, one pack per box, three boxes 100, per 100 case. Pay set, 100 card base set. 100 card base set, uh, all serial numbered to 99, parallels silver to 75, gold to 60, hollow 35, hollow gold to 10, platinum 101, and then the Asia parallels, uh, red to eight, red and gold, one of ones. Uh, what else we got here? Elegance rookie jersey autographs, which obviously we know who we're going for there. Award-winning autograph set. Um, George Gervin, pretty cool. John Stock, John Stockton, D Wade, Paul Pierce, Kareem. So those cards are numbered to ten or one of one gold vinyl canvas creations. Set uh, set is mint sauce. Uh, Saw a Larry Bird pulled of this of this set, and it was yeah. it's on card. It is just oh, it looks so good. It literally looks so good. Uh, extravagance autos, illustrious insect uh, checklist. Uh, you can get Kenny Skywalker in there. Uh, Rolando Blackman from the Dallas Mavericks. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, who else is here? Grant Hill, Clyde Drexler, uh, Jerry Dirk. Lucas. Dirk Diggler Nowitzki. Uh, who else is it? Boris Diaw from the Charlotte Bobcat source. Remember old Boris? Boris Diaw. Hito Turkoglu. Mike Miller, the killer for the Heat. He's a gun. Immortal Ink set, impeccable draft picks, impeccable Hall of Fame. I like. Sometimes I like looking at these vets, yeah? So also like the impeccable Hall of Fame autos, like John Stockton, Dantley, Dumas. Dennis Rodman, love him. Impeccable jersey, impeccable rookie signatures. There's a lot of sets in this source, a lot of sets. It's a good – look, it's, it's a nice product. You know, if, I, if you, someone asked me would I rather choose impe- an impeccable or a noir, noir, noir card, I would probably lean impeccable. I, 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 I like impeccable over noir. Some sometimes people don't problem. feel that way, but – Sometimes a problem with Noir was like with the pen and it can smudge on the black card. And that's always that's, – that's been a criticism in the past on autos. And based on what I saw before jumping on, the autos look clean, even on the metal because it's autoed on the metal and then there's a plastic film over the top to protect it to not smudge. So off a permanent marker, that would um, clearly help it to dry a lot better and – obviously reduce any uh, smudging. 
So, and then you've got the uh, gold NBA logo set, which are number 10. You can get LeBron James, the Greek Freak, Stephen Curry, Luca the Don, Kawhi Leonard, AD, Harden, Zion, Trey, KD, Jar, Anthony Edwards, Wiseman, Lamello, and Denny. And then silver draft logo sets. So the hollow gold is what I saw pulled. And that was, uh, where is he? Donovan Mitchell. We should be in here somewhere. Pretty sure. Or a Hall of Fame set, maybe. Anyway, he was pulled number to eight. There's a serial number to 20. Uh, then you've got silver Hall of Fame, silver NBA logo, uh, hollow gold. Here it is. Sorry, silver NBA logo set, and Donovan Mitchell's in there. You get SGA, Saucy's boy, Cole Anthony. So stainless stars. There's a lot of cards in here, Source. And then obviously in here, we've got uh, impeccable update set. Oh, sorry, that's not needed. Very nice. So retail at the top here is 1500 That's on uh, Cardboard Connection. So that's... Um, in USD, so fifteen hundred USD, uh, guaranteed five autos in the box. Not bad. There's, there's vets in there. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I, I, sometimes in these products, yeah, source. And I saw it got get pulled, and I was watching. Uh, who was it? Little people uh, rip some uh, NT football yesterday, and. Yeah. The only thing I feel bad for as a breaker and for a consumer of a product is when they pull out a blockchain card in a box. Now, I saw a D-Wade number to three blockchain card get pulled out, which is pretty sick, but it's a digital card. So yeah. not obviously, they're trying to transition into that NFT space, Panini. I don't think people are into it just yet i don't know if it's something where it's like you chuck in the blockchain card as a it's like an extra hit type thing i don't know if they would consider that they probably wouldn't but i don't know my feeling is just like if i hit that i'm like mm, it's a bit of a letdown it is a massive thing. letdown Donna. you know you don't want to be opening a box you open a box you want to get a card um, especially with the quality that i've seen pulled from this product and the autos. Yeah. One question that Maddie Campbell's asked, are they game worn? And I said the same question. Oh, I don't I don't know if that, you know, yeah, patches me or or not. We have yet to find that information out. So I'm trying to find an article on the Knights Lance where maybe they, they released that info. Um I'd hope so, as being one of the latest sets that they probably could have got some, you know, early match worn game jerseys and, and was able to, to get them into these products. You know, this is this product, I mean you know, our friends at Cherry have got it on pre-sale at three thousand dollars for a hobby box. Um, you can go get a one for fifteen hundred dollars off a uh, triple play vintage store on uh, eBay. Fifteen hundred uh, USD for a hobby box ships uh, today, tomorrow. Ships literally ships tomorrow. Um, if you bought one, you can buy it now. So, you know, for that price, if you pulled out a a, uh, a phantom jersey off a rookie. I'd be pretty pissed off. I I, straight out, I would be. There's a better look of it, uh, of the product on the Knights Lance as well uh, in the article. 
Um, the creation cars look so good. This is Zion. You got a link? You have a link? Uh, we'll chuck it here. Should put, put it, it in, the, in the comments. Can you put it in the comments? Uh, I can put it on the YouTube comments. Yeah, chuck it in there. In there. I'll chuck it on here as well. So in case you want to bring it up. There it is. Yeah, so honestly, the, the quality of the card, I'm telling you, they look good. They look really, really good. For a high-end product, that's what it is. It is a high-end product. I don't mind it, Source. I really don't. But you just hope that you, you hit some decent stuff. And obviously, all the base are numbered as well. So you're getting hits. You're getting hits. It's just all about are you going to make your money back. So sorry, uh, audio listeners, but YouTube uh, watches, video watches, Facebook as well. This is what it looks like. That's a Zion. I saw a Larry Bird pulled. That looks sick, that Zion. I saw, I saw a Larry Bird pulled source. So, G so anybody wants to go uh, have a view, uh, Cherry Collectibles obviously yeah. opened a few cases of it, so go check out their latest breaks, and um, you should find something there. Oh, look at that. Might be looking at pick up one of my boy, JJJ, base nice cards. That's card, what I mean. Bro. You know, there's some nice, nice cards in here, and, you know, if you're not – keen on some of the rookies coming out of this year's draft well you know go pick up one of your favorite vets or something like that where you could probably pick up a card for reasonable price um 100%. so yeah look it's an interesting one uh for the record uh, i think i'm going leaning towards the uh, patrick williams route Dommer, and uh, i'm really really uh, targeting some of his cards hoping to pick up an auto or two maybe three um, and just stash them away. I think I've, I've gone a bit of a different route this year. Pick up, you know, a couple of nice cards of the rookie that I that I like. He's got a lot of development in his game, I reckon. Um, but that runs us through the impeccable and Very nice. Now, All right. uh, two more things on. I just want to touch on. All right. The first one is a bit of a hobby's dead topic, and it's, uh, it's doom and gloom for the hobby. Now, if you're not familiar with the WhatNot app, if you are not familiar with the WhatNot app, go and sign up. Do yourself a favor, all right? Go and sign up. Uh, it's all cards. You can There's Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! And what it is, it's breaking. So it's an Instagram Live, and you can obviously buy off breakers' websites and they'll rip your product there, but they can also set live auctions within the live. So it's like an IGTV with a live eBay auction in it, for example. And you can bid up the product and there's a timer there. And if you bid within the last 10 seconds, it extends the auction by 10 seconds until the timer completely runs out. And then there's a winner. The person's name flashes on the screen and then the breaker goes, oh, so-and-so, you won this and we'll rip or ship the product. Now, I'm telling you, props to breakers, all right? Props to breakers, all right? Respect. Jumping on a new platform and really, honestly, it is a business. All right. It is honestly just a business, I don't know, money-making machine for them. Honestly, I look at it from my business point of view and I go, yeah, that's an awesome thing to do. People on there paying crazy prices for like single packs. Uh, it's a good place for breakers, obviously, to go out and put their, um, their breaker packs on there. So, which is which is good. So you can 
obviously auction them off and bid on those where there's hits. If you think, I'm just saying it again. I'm not, I'm not ragging. I reckon the app is fantastic. And you can actually go on there and not, it's not just for live streaming. People actually list product on their card products. So you can go on there if you're interested and then you can DM the buyer. It's, it's like eBay with a live stream uh, auction on it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Sauce and I were in there this morning. I was on there yesterday, the day before. And just looking at the prices, all I'm saying is the hobby's not going anywhere. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sauce. I reckon a lot of the hobby is like, it's not in your face anymore. I reckon a lot of the people that were showing off cards and, oh, look at my big hit and look at this, look at that. They were all people that jumped on the bandwagon. A lot of these people have jumped off now since the dip, so they're sold out. And there's a lot of people that also bought in and they flew under the radar. Now, these people are still out there buying product, whether they're consuming the product sealed and holding it or consuming the product and ripping it personally and then dropping singles. The hobby's not dead. It's all a waiting game. When the big Jurassic Park doors open, instead of Jurassic Park, it says PSA at the top. A lot of things are going to change in this hobby and it's going to start correcting itself back in an uptrend. Be cool, Donna. Be cool. I like there's, it. There's a lot Honestly, I reckon... There's plenty of positivity out there. I think avenues, you know, There's avenues that are not publicly seen and in your face 24-7 anymore, where it's, whether it's a content creator going, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Breakers, yeah, you're going to see it because they show off their hits and that's fair enough. Not well, their business in the end of the day. But it's not what people, it's like that facade. You know that facade that everything's a hit and I've got the yeah. best car and I've made the most money and I've done this, I've done that. It's slowly gone away from that because not everyone's making the most money anymore and no one's getting the big hit. So I think it's, it's, it's like a bit of an underground in a very popular hobby at the moment. Uh, just watch this space because there's avenues out there like WhatNot app. Yeah, where it's interesting the app. money the money is flowing thick and fast. No hesitation. It's a Kevin Durant pull up jump shot, mate. No hesi. And they're splashing. It's fast they pace. It, 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 look, it's credit it's to awesome, the creators man. of the app. It, credit, credit to them. It, it's it's cool. It's cool. I love it's it. It's a sick. App. I love it. I, I and I would not be surprised. And there's more other apps out there. There's obviously Loop app. And yeah, then I think it's yeah. another one, uh, I believe, as well, which I haven't checked out. Whatnot's really been the only one, and I'm I'm hoping to possibly be able to get verified, and maybe I could start selling some cards on whatnot. I don't know. Uh, they do, I believe, charge less fees than eBay once again, which is another positive uh, for you as a collector and someone who wants to keep more of the uh, profits, so you can buy more cards or do whatever the hell you want with the money. Um, all right, Doma. Lucky last. Thing. Lucky last thing, double coverage media. It dropped. It came a bit out of left field. I know we were saying we had some big things, and it is massive. We've now got uh, four podcasts on the doublecoverage.media network. We've obviously got this, the pilot uh, podcast, uh, Crunch Time with Ant and Lukey, so at Sports underscore sports cards and Anthony Collects. Then we've got Lockdown Lounge, which we're keeping. We're not changing the name because we don't want to just restart a new series. It's called Lockdown Lounge because it was born 
in the depths of uh, COVID lockdown. So we're going to continue with the name. And then, of course, Azuros Euro uh, as well is now uh, getting streamed and on our podcasting platforms. So we're growing. We've got bigger things on the horizon, more podcasts, more content. Uh, honestly, I know we always say it. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. Please share. Share our YouTube. Share our socials. If you think someone's interested in the hobby, please uh, send out um, links to our, our channels. And we're always happy, as we said, to welcome anyone into the Double Coverage family, but also lead them to content creators that are beneficial to someone that is new in the hobby also. As we've said in the past, if we don't have the answers, we try and send you to someone that we think does have the answers. No, that's a great thing about the hobby, people are willing to help, and that's, we that's what we're here for. Like, that's right. The Double Coverage Media, we've obviously uh, some Aussie content creators on board, uh, and we're just doing some new things. Obviously, some content creators that post very, very consistently. And not for anything, we're all up and comers. So all up and comers, just trying to provide great content for people and uh, honestly, to fill that uh, hobby itch that we get daily. So the members are TSA, Dot Australia, so Sleeve and Steven, which we've mentioned, uh, Ant Collects, uh, Mars underscore Sports Cards, Azuro Cards, uh, Matt's Card Shop, Saucy Collectibles, weaseled his way in there, and, of course, <laughs> uh, double coverage. So thanks for the support, and we look forward to the future and what it holds. All right. Saucy Smokey, and let's wrap this bad boy up. All right, Doma. Um, Saucy Smokey this week. I'm going to be quick with it. Um, yep, easy, anyone out there has seen us uh, on our Instagram. We opened up uh, some AFL Prestige 2021. It's an AFL play, so if you're not really a fan of AFL, that's fine. But I think it's an interesting one um, where the the, uh, the variant cards in there, the PMGs as I like to call them, and it was in last year's set as well. Um, you can go buy some numbered cards. You know, they're numbered out of 210, 60, and 125. The green, 60, 125 is the blue, 210's the red. I've just been going to pick up stars. So, obviously, I picked up a few Essendon guys because I'm an Essendon uh, supporter. So, I picked up, you know, uh, Ash, uh, Andy McGrath. Sorry, Andy McGrath. Um, I'm trying to get a string up. I picked up a, a Dylan Shield. Um, and then on the other side, I also got a, a Lance Franklin. And then I'm going to, uh, you know, get some more. I'm tr trying to look for a Petrarca. I've got a Lance Franklin Blue. Um, so I'm just going to buy these guys. And if you look around enough, you can pick these up for 10 to $15, um, you know, $20 max, and it's a numbered card. And I'm just looking to stack them. And, look, at the moment, we know AFL is not really uh, – a grading AFL card is not really a thing. But get these numbered cards of the star players – um, maybe grading becomes a thing, and you're sitting on these stuff. I'm, ha I'm, I'm happy to be stuck with a Lance Franklin card. I'm happy to be stuck with a, a you know, uh, other guys that I'm looking at buying is Petrarca, who's obviously an up and coming player in in the league. Um, so, you know, getting these numbered variants of the of the the, the better players in the league, that's what I'm looking for. Obviously, you know, I've been watching like guys like Nat Fife. Uh, Dusty's just too expensive, and I'm not willing to pay that money. Um, but leave that to the to the. Uh, Richmond supporters to to pay the dusty taxes they like to call it in the uh, 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 the the Richmond tax that's what they call it in the in their uh, AFL card collecting communities the the Richmond tax uh, where everyone's paying more but yeah look 
you know, guys like Buddy Franklin, you know, just look for the for the stars in the league. Paddy Dangerfield, um, you know, Salwood, guys that have gone there and and been been good. Because at the end of the day, if you can get those and grade them and and maybe get a few decent grades, maybe that, that's something. You know, you buy those cards, numbered card for ten bucks, Doma, numbered for ten bucks. Yeah, you know, to me, that's no brainer. And they're very short print Australian footy cards. They're short printed. The numbered cards, that is. The base cards are fucking unlimited, mate. But uh, the PMGs, as we've been calling them, and the uh, Clearance Kings, they're short print. So it's a bit of advice. But as we say, do your research. And just to answer your question there, Matty, the big Budweiser's only got 31 goals to go. So stay tuned. Hopefully it's in Melbourne. You might see double coverage run on the field. Give Buddy a big <laughs> hug. Get thrown in the slammer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's all good. Perfect. All right. There's your saucy Smokey. Uh, once again, 50 episodes down. Thank you all again for your support. Uh, keep living, loving, and breathing sports. It's double coverage. I'm Dom with the great man sauce. And peace. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots, double curve.